So every year, the uh, for 14 years now, the well, I don't even know what the official designation of this group is, but a group of food people get together and they make a prediction about food inflation. And we've spent an awful lot of time over the last two years talking about inflation and food inflation. And the one go-to guy has always been Sylvain Charlebois, who we turn to again this morning. It's nice to have you. Good morning, John. Okay, so I think when you come to making predictions for the next year, it's important to to analyze predictions we made last year. And so what did we say food inflation was going to be in last year's report? I believe you and I spoke last year about uh, the 2023 report, and at the time we were predicting um, the food inflation rate to, uh, to be uh, anywhere between five to seven percent uh, in December of uh, of 2023, and that's pretty much where we're at right now. We're at 5.6 percent, uh, so uh, we're pretty we're pretty satisfied with our forecast. But obviously, uh, we have to recognize also it's been a really really tough year for uh, for everyone around the country, including people in Toronto, unfortunately. I think everybody's had these eyeball-popping experiences, Sylvain Chalabois, where, you know, you take a butter out of the fridge at the uh, supermarket and you say, when did it become that price? So, I mean, yeah. what's, been dri- what's been the principal driver, or can we identify one, for food inflation this year? Oh, there are there are many factors. Uh, obviously, it depends on the vertical you look at. There are twenty thousand different products in the grocery store, and 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 each and each and every product will have its own story. But I would say the the main ones uh, were obviously uh, the Ukrainian invasion. Unfortunately, it happened in February of twenty twenty two. But when commodity prices skyrocketed, it it really impacted the entire food processing sector. And for months, processors were paying way more for inputs. And so we paid for that throughout the entire year, basically, in 2023. Uh, Climate uh, is a big issue affecting, I would say, produce mainly. We saw that with fruits in particular out of California. We import a lot of fruits from California. Uh, And uh, bakery goods uh, were impacted by labor in particular. I mean, salaries have gone up, which is great for employees, but someone has to pay for these increases. So little by little, we're seeing incremental increases affecting most sections of the grocery store. One of the interesting aspects in this is we create a basket and then we come up with, here's the generalized inflation rate for this basket. But the thing is, people have been changing what's in their basket owing to the cost of individual items. The one thing we didn't expect in 2023 was that people just retreated. Uh, I mean, the fact that uh, interest rates went up 10 times in uh, in a year and a half or so, which is a record, uh, violently impacted uh, families in Canada. So when they show up at the grocery store, they just they spent less. They spent less compared to last year. And so everyone was trading down, uh, buying uh, brands that are cheaper, changed address, visited stores they never visited before. Uh, and that would include, obviously, discount grocers, dollar stores even, John. I mean, uh, dollar stores are seeing a lot of business for food these days because of a trading down market. And so basically, most Canadians actually did spend less on food compared to last year just because it it cost them more money to make sure they kept a roof over their heads. So 
that's why I think yesterday's announcement uh, by the Bank of Canada to keep uh, interest rates uh, at 5%, the benchmark at 5% was good news for everyone. So what's our prediction for 2024? So, uh, so we're a group of 30 scholars, so it's never easy to build any consensus with 30 PhDs around the table. But as lead author, I was, I was comfortable with, with the prediction that we're publishing today, which is anywhere between 2.5 to 4.5%. So overall, when you look at all food categories combined, uh, so the average family of four should expect to pay about $700 more uh, compared to last year. But my guess, John, is that I think we're going to be close to 2.5% because the first part of 2024, we're going to see the end of this so-called food inflation uh, storm. But during the second half of 2024, we are expecting some price wars, really. I mean, things are tightened up. Walmart in the U.S. did mention something like this about a month ago. And we are kind of seeing uh, input costs are are lower, much lower. Uh, lots of grocers are preparing major promotions over the next little while, and and I suspect that consumers will benefit uh, from having access to more rebates, more discounts in 2024. Uh, something noted in the report is it seems an entrenched belief that the carbon tax is one of the principal drivers of food inflation, and that could very well elect Pierre Polyev. I don't need you to get political, but is the carbon tax actually that much of a factor. Well, we've been working on this issue for a while now, only to realize that it's basically impossible to correlate uh, any fiscal policies that would impact the entire supply chain with retail prices. And and we thought as a group, it was important to uh, add that component to our report this year, because there, as you just mentioned, John, a lot of people are speculating. Uh, many economists are saying, uh, either way, uh, either the carbon tax is making food more expensive or it's not a factor at all. We just don't know. There is no conclusive evidence out there suggesting that the carbon tax is having an impact at all on food prices. But up the food chain, we are seeing across the food chain that the carbon tax may be impacting our industry's competitiveness. But that's another issue. Uh, over time, it could impact consumers. But as far as saying clearly that the carbon tax is making food more expensive, there's just no empirical data to, su to support a claim, a claim like that. Thanks very much for this. Good to have you. My pleasure. You take care. That's Sylvain Charlebois. He is a professor of all things food at uh, Dalhousie University. Speaking of spending and economics, Bank of Canada, as you would have heard yesterday mid-morning on the Jerry Agar Show, held interest rates as most people had expected them to do. So the central bank rate stays at 5%. And... They pointed out, because they always give this very opaque guidance of what their thinking is and where they think things are going. They feel that they need another couple of uh, monthly cycles, if not a full quarter, to really get a fix on whether or not inflation is coming under control. And if it is, then there is a possibility that they will lower rates next year, which would be great news to uh, people with mortgages who are renewing. There are trillions of dollars, apparently, 
in uh, not necessarily jeopardy, but more and more people are expected. To, so far, about 40% of Canadian homeowners with mortgages have seen their monthly payments reset higher. Uh, more remaining homeowners will see their rates reset by the end of 2026, and it's a pretty significant blow. 